Welcome to this edition of the Golden Nugget. I am your host, Rob Gold. And today, as I say, like always, from the birth of this podcast, we will be discussing football-related matters, Premier League results, along with wrestling as well. Now, going forward with this podcast, as I say, during the season of the Premier League, obviously teams who are in European action as well, that those teams will be brought up in discussion each week when the matches take place and the recording for the following week happens as well. And those matches and results will be included in that going forward as well. So without further ado, I'm going to go through the predictions that I had put forward for last week along with the predictions that I'm putting forward for this week, um, which goes as follows. So one moment, folks, before I get things sorted. Okay, so as I say, last week, the fixtures were Wolves versus Liverpool, Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace, Fulham versus Luton, Manchester United versus Brighton, Spurs versus Sheffield United, West Ham versus Manchester City, Newcastle versus Brentford, Bournemouth versus Chelsea, Everton versus Arsenal, and Nottingham Forest versus Burnley. So my predictions, as I say, were so in each of the matches: so Wolves versus Liverpool away win, Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace a home win, Fulham versus Luton home win, Manchester United Brighton away win, Spurs versus Sheffield United a home win, West Ham versus Man City a home win, Newcastle versus Brentford a draw, Bournemouth versus Chelsea an away win, Everton versus Arsenal an away win, and Nottingham Forest against Burnley a home win. Now the results went as follow. So Liverpool won their match, Villa won their match, Fulham won their match, Brighton beat Manchester United to win their match. Spurs beat Sheffield United to win theirs. The game between West Ham and Man City, I had predicted a home win, but it turned out that it was a it was an away win for Manchester City. You can, the match between Newcastle and Brentford that I had predicted it and didn't draw. Newcastle picked up the three points. Bournemouth versus Chelsea, I had down for an away win, finished a draw. Then Everton and Arsenal, I had they won. Um, Arsenal won. Then Forest versus Burnley, I had down for a home victory, it was a draw. So out of 10 fixtures, seven were right, four got wrong. Moving on to this week's fixtures in the Premier League, which obviously would have been from the 23rd, which would have been Saturday till today. So we have some kickoffs there this afternoon, which were two o'clock, which have just finished. Uh, within the last sort of five to ten minutes. 
and we've still got one game left of the weekend which will be after this recording which will be then the results of will be then going forward for the next recording show so my predictions were as follows palace and fulham i predicted a draw luton against wolves i predicted an away win man city against forest a home win brentford versus everton a home win burnley versus manchester United, an away win Arsenal versus Spurs, I put down for a home win. Brighton versus Bournemouth, a home win. Chelsea versus Villa, I put down as a draw. Liverpool versus West Ham, home win. And for Sheffield United against Newcastle, away win. Now, the Newcastle match is the last match that I'm waiting for, for the result to come through, to total up this week's list of predictions. Now, going forward, as I say, any time I have a guest on the show, which as I say, will be happening very soon. Um, what I will be doing is challenging them to a prediction list, prediction off. Um, I will write down my predictions. I will uh, write down their predictions and to see who can beat the goals and ones predictions. And that that is the challenge for said guest who happens to come on to the podcast so with that being said um as i say we have went through the premier league results from last week and um, predictions for this week so the teams that were in action in europe starting with the europa conference league which aberdeen were in action representing as i said britain and ireland type of thing um UK and Ireland teams in Europe, uh, which they got beat by Frankfurt, uh, and also in action for the Europa Conference was, let me just want to just double check this, just to make sure I get it right here for you folks. So we've got Just run slow this afternoon. So let me see what that Thursday thinks. Yes, so we have got Europa Conference League, Legia, Warsaw 3, Aston Villa 2, Entrick Frankfurt 2, Aberdeen 1. And they were they were the two teams um from Britain slash Ireland. And that were in the Europa Conference. Europa League, West Ham 3, Bakatopa 1, Rangers 1, Real Betis 0, Brighton and Hove Albion 2, AK Athens 3, and Lask 1, Liverpool 3. Then we move into Champions League, which would have been Tuesday's fixtures, which we will start off with AC Milan versus Newcastle, finished each then we had Feyenoord against Celtic which Feyenoord won two goals to nil then we have Man City won 3-1 against Cravenza and Wednesday then we had Arsenal versus PSV which Arsenal won 4-0 
And then we had Bayern Munich versus Manchester United, which Bayern Munich won 4-3. And that concludes your roundup of football talk for this evening. Um, and while on the subject of football, I will be doing a football special episode um, on Tuesday. Um, it will be coming up. I will have it recorded for Tuesday to go out on Tuesday as a special one-off episode for this week as well. Um, because what I want to discuss is on that episode is basically, so we are going into the sixth game weekend as such. And when I get to the stage of coming towards 13 games, which is roughly about a third into the season, I will then do a special episode regarding that. But this episode that I'm bringing up on Tuesday, it's going to be about VAR decisions that have went, not just could have went either way, but VAR decisions that, it were, that have been so bad that it's actually affecting teams. So I'm going to go through, let's say, the episode basically talking about decisions that should have been made the other way with the help of VAR. Biggest VAR decisions that since VAR has been implied, especially with the Premier League and Champions League. And major competitions and also talking about the money side of the game because we all know money is important in the football it helps pay players wages it helps bring new players into the clubs and everything on top of that um, and that is one what we will be talking about on on Tuesday as well um, do we think it's fair that you know the so-called bigger clubs are paying x amount of money for wages um and things like this higher clubs run um higher clubs managing a profit um things like that so that will be talked about on tuesday's episode so as I say, we have finished with the football side of things today. We will now discuss some wrestling. Wrestling. So what we have got here is I want to find out your opinions, guys, on these. So I'm going to go into detail about what went on. So basically, we know, as I say, in the wrestling world, what's been going on between WWE, UFC, TKO merger. We know that there was going to be some cuts because it did announce that there was going to be some cuts um, from the companies. So some of them started off light where it was, you know, people, but there again saying that people are losing their job. It's never a light thing. Um, you know, um, but they have come to terms with some members of staff who they've told to stay home to wait on word whether they're not whether they're going to be kept there or having to be you know released themselves 
Uh, we've also had quite a few releases of WWE slash NXT talent um, as well. Um, some surprising and some maybe not so surprising. But I'm going to start off with some of the least surprising ones. Um, so for me, least surprising was def to be released was Top Dollar, um, Shanky, uh, Riddick Moss, and Rick Boogs. Now, the reason why I say they were less surprising because we haven't really seen too much of them on TV. And yes, I know some of them have had injuries and things like that, and some of them just haven't. They've had creative differences and things like that as well. And that's all part and parcel of being a professional wrestler with a company like that as well, because you could come up with a good idea or what might seem a good idea, but then creative may not like it, you know? And because if they don't like it, it won't be put on. And then you'll be like, well, what's the point of me trying to say here if I can't I can't do what I want to do? But you're never going to get that choice of yourself, you know. It, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's just one of those things that happens in wrestling. Um, but again, I'm sure some of them. I mean, like the likes of Rick Boogs and, as I say, Rick Moss, they have the look. They have the look there. It's just. For whatever reason, you know, some people couldn't take to them, um, even though they had the look and they were powerful enough and that, and you know they were picking up wins and things like that over. You know, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's not just about that side of it. It's for, for the likes of WWE, for example, they want to see if you're marketable enough, and that, and that's the thing I think that they tend to look for more so now as well as being able to be good in the ring, being able to be good on the mic, cutting promos, things like that. So that's why they probably didn't see much in them as much as I don't like saying that because everyone has their opinions on those types of guys and that. But as I say, Top Dollar was definitely my least surprised one that was released. You know, I feel I didn't feel any connection with him at all. Um, even the whole hit row thing, still not a fan of it. Um, tried to watch it through NXT. They were only good with NXT because obviously it got Strickland. But he, once he left, it just went downhill for them since then. And they just couldn't get their rhythm back on, a, on NXT. And WWE Universe couldn't really, sit, couldn't really take to them. And I'm sure they're decent enough guys and gals in Mojave. But again, it's just... As I say, I just don't think they're. I don't. I don't think they'll be there for that much longer. The ones that they're, they're two remaining ones on hit row. Um, I think they could see the door next as well, which, again, I wouldn't be surprised. But it's never nice to see people losing their jobs, you know, to, to no fault of their own. To a point. Um, next, as I say, these are ones that are kind of in the middle of ones where. Sort of surprised that they were released and could have done more with. Um, so, like said, Dana Brooke, for one, which was surprised about to a point. Mustafa Ali, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Emma, and 
Alia. Now, the thing about it is if they have released Emma and Riddick Moss, because obviously they're together. Um, so, again, you know, cause with them being a couple and things like that, you know, they could either go, they could obviously go together somewhere and things like that, and they'd be probably great. You know, but you, but is that something that they want to do, or do they maybe want to do their own thing? That's up to them. But again, I thought they could have done more with that, um, and with you know those that I've just mentioned. Also, I say now these are the ones that I'm more shocked about as well. So Shelton Benjamin, great athlete, great in the ring, um. You know the whole hurt business with Bobby Lashley and things like that. I thought it went really well for him, and that um, I still think he had a lot to offer being a part of WWE. But for whatever reason, um, as I say they've chosen to release him along with Matthew Riddle. Um, again, surprising, but also not surprising, um, because we all know that he has some issues backstage and some issues like you know you know off camera as well type of thing and that which i'm sure as i say he, he, he might know himself and uh, and when you're bringing problems like that with you no matter where you go it could always lead to other problems and other issues within the workplace environment and um, which is something that i know he's tried not to do but when you have things like that going on it's just hard to kind of put that aside and i feel sorry for him in that sense of it so do i really do and um, also i say the biggest surprise for me definitely was um so we've, we've obviously got elias there as well and elias is definitely one they could have worked more for and more worked more with considering he'd have been in the ring with john cena the undertaker you know do you know what I mean? And he's been in with some of the toughest ones as well. You know, you know why he was in WWE and that. Um, but for him to be let go, you know, I thought they dropped the ball with Elias. I really did. Not from going from NXT to WWE to like the Raw SmackDown, but I thought they dropped the ball by not keeping him as he is. And that. Do you know what I mean? They could have just brought him back. Even if they wanted to do the whole thing that, you know, it's a, you know I'm Ezekiel, I'm Elias' younger brother, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, keep that going a bit. Keep it going a bit. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it was great when I, when I, when I was going. Um, do you know what I mean? We were into it. We were invested in it as fans. It was great. It was great to, to have that kind of thing going, especially when you had the whole Kevin Owens thing going on top of that. But yeah, again, WWE dropping the ball with Elias there. And as I say, biggest shock for me, but not the sum, was the release of Dolph Ziggler. Now, that is one I would like to talk about more because obviously Dolph, obviously the last championship he won was the NXT championship, if I remember correctly. He's also a former tag team champion, former Money in the Bank winner, former world champion, intercontinental champion, and so forth um, and to for him to be released it says a lot to me because he's been in the WWE for so long I mean yes he may not have been 
like he may not be a big star anymore and things like that and stuff because because at the end of the day you can give and you can give and you can give and you can give and sometimes the love the things that you love just don't give you that love back and that is what I kind of feel with Dolph Ziggler as like the fans loved him he was so good in the ring yes his selling sometimes may have been a bit overselling but there's nothing wrong with that Shawn Michaels done it for years you know was Dolph maybe copying that side of things maybe he was um but I certainly didn't have anything against it I thought it was great um his, his sell um like some of the times when he took a spear it's like he thought he was dead he thought he'd broken in half do you know what I mean that's how good the cells are and that's what you know sets him aside from a lot of others you know it's the selling impact of moves you know and that that sometimes that, that tell the story of you know of a match or of a segment and things like that and he was one of the best for doing it and he always got a reaction from the crowd when he came out to the ring whether he was a heel whether he was a face you know his time with the spirit squad um, and that it was really good as well it was really entertaining and then to break away from that and then you know you know forming up you know with a wee small faction with biggie at the time um and aj lee and that and then have you know be you know sort of winning the money in the bank then cashing it in winning the championship and things like that like that obviously was his moment in the sun um i wish they had kept it on a bit longer than they did um because he's one of those guys that he deserved it he deserved everything in the wwe you know he really did and he was one of those guys that like i say that dropped down to even nxt won the belt in nxt lost the belt as well and that but he always put on a performance he always gave the crowd a good show to watch and a good match to watch and that you you know fans were invested in him and that's again is another thing that some that wrestling's about as well is being invested into someone and if you can be invested in a character like Dolph Ziggler and that and you can hang on to every word that he says on a microphone as well then that's where he's got you there as well do you know what I mean and that's the, the type of thing the type of guy that Dolph Ziggler is he can win you in and that and he can put on a show and that is what you want but we just didn't say it enough over the course of the last year or so now was it down to creative issues again that's something that we don't know for sure um because as you know as i say his in-ring capabilities we know how good he is we know he's great on the microphone as well you know he's really entertaining um, and he seems such a nice guy as well and i really do hope that he finds work do you mean really quickly he will and i've no i've no doubt about it will it be with AEW? will it be with impact will it be with somewhere else maybe even going on to the indie scenes do you know what i mean um like he could do it all he could go anywhere he wanted he could he could take a step back from it for a bit he could do other things it's he's the world the world is his oyster 
Um, but again, the same with, as I say, with Elias, you know, and that Mustafa Ali, you know, Dana Brooke, you know, Rick Boogs, Riddick Moss, you know, guys like that, you know, as I say, Shelton Benjamin, the point Matthew Riddle, we know could still, can still do it. Um, there's no question about that either, you know, but, um, but yeah, but I just want to let, get your guys thoughts on that as well. And again, any thoughts that you have, um, as I say, let me know what you think. Um, as I say, obviously this, this podcast goes out on Spotify and Amazon. So if you want to like message me about it, or as I say, I'll, I'll have a thread up, um, as well. So I do have a thread account, um, too as part of my social media um, things. Um, and as I say, if there's anything that you, you want to discuss on that, I will put the Spotify link across social media platforms as well whenever it, whenever it goes up so that people want to have what we listen to and that, and tell me what you think. Um, and again, as I say, subtopics will be in there as well, kind of thing. So obviously, this podcast will start. It starts off with football, then it goes in. Then about after about sort of fifteen minutes or so, it goes in. You know, just before that, it goes into wrestling and talks about what we've what we've been discussing over the last ten minutes or so regarding the WWE UFC takeo merger, along with the release of some superstars. And on the subject of releasing the superstars, we also know that the releases have not finished yet. Um, there probably will be more to come over the next course of, course of a few weeks, and we will again update for that when the time comes for that as well. Also, um, before we get into the raw review show as such, we have rumors big rumors coming from AEW that Jay Cargill no, has, is no longer signed with AEW. There's rumors that she's going to be reporting to be signed to WWE. And if, uh, this, is, uh, this is a big if because we don't know if it's true or not, if Jay does leave AEW and go to WWE, where do you think that she would be better placed to come in on? Now, we've seen it before where they've brought them in through NXT. They've had them sitting at an NXT event. They've had them sitting maybe at a, at a live Raw event or a live SmackDown event. But where do you think it's best that she comes in? Now, my opinion, the best place to bring her in would be the Women's Royal Rumble match in January. Now, that is a wee bit away, and I would imagine she wouldn't have any problem with that either because she could get herself, you know, ready. She, she, she's already ready, do you know what I mean? But she'd be more ready, you know, being in the performance center and things like that, training and, st and stuff like that, getting match ready, getting sharpness, getting, you know, and keeping that, you know, keeping to that, you know, a standard. And, that, and I would say bringing her into the Royal Rumble, but trying to keep it as low key for her surprise entrance into it, rather than like spoiling it by putting out saying that you know WWE have signed Jade Cargill, um, 
and then obviously the name change if there's going to be a name change type of thing in that what would it be and all that kind of thing that goes all all goes with the territory of you know whether you're coming over from another company or whether you're signing from the indies and they're wanting to give you a name change and things like that and stuff so that as i say will be interesting and to see um on that so now we will delve into also actually just before we go into the raw review i also want to just mention about the rocks return from last week on smackdown so not the friday gone but the friday before so we have the rock return uh pat mcafee came into the ring had austin theory there and said that so austin theory was trying to say that it was his show Pat McAfee says, no, it's the people show. The show is for the people. And he kept mentioning people. And I was watching it going like, okay, I know what's happening. Next out comes The Rock. Crowd goes absolutely nuts, which we love because we love big reactions. But a lot of the fans didn't realize that The Rock was actually in the area with Pat McAfee. So with Pat McAfee being there, there was always a chance that The Rock was going to be there. And that, you know, because wherever WWE happens to have a show and if The Rock's there, it's more than likely he'll turn up. Um, sometimes he might go over his time, you know, the time that he has for, you know, for showing up and things like that. Where sometimes they've had to maybe cut things back and stuff because of it. And that's fine because it's fine as long as it works in the long scheme of things, you know. So if it maybe is a potential to set something else up, then I'm all for it. Um, also, John Cena returned um, as well on SmackDown that week. He also was looking for a match this coming week, um, which we will discuss in next week's episode as well. And. Um, because we are coming to the stage now where you're coming into, you know, the tail end of the year as such, where you're starting to come into Royal Rumble season, where you're going to have a lot of qualifiers for, you know, who's going to get into the Rumble match itself, what entrance, what entrance are they going to enter in on, and things like that. They always try to pick, you know, so whoever like loses this match, you know, type of thing. It's going to be the number one entrant um whoever's going to whoever wins can be the number 30th entrant or whatever or the 29th entrant, whatever it happens to be and yeah now don't we wrong i really enjoyed the rumble the royal rumble that they done years ago where there was 40 of them in the men's royal rumble because it, it made it made you sort of think okay 40 has quite a lot and yes we knew that the roster was quite big even then but then what they've done was they brought it made it made them feel that you could put more people to enter it who were maybe like you know like either coming back or there were legends in the business or legends in the WWE and they were bringing them back and things like that because that was always a good thing and having more come into it made it feel that more you know you made you more pumped up what to watch it and things like that and see what was happening. Um, and that's why I think sometimes where the internet kind of lets you down a bit in that sense of it, because 
you don't have that same sense of like who's going to come who's going to be in it you know and types of thing and things like that do you know what i mean you kind of get a rough idea who's going to be on it and stuff but any of the surprise entrance and things like that you know people who have been out for a long time you know and things like that like i mean like we all know that randy orton um, has been out for a long time will he make a return before the rumble will he make will he make a comeback at all if he does come back will it be at the rumble will they keep him for the royal rumble to come back on because i think that would be a nice one to come back on there's so much that could go on as well um again to those ones who have been released it's so easy that they could actually be brought back in again and that where they're being they've maybe worked out a deal where they can actually bring them back so that they're maybe on maybe a, a less contract type of thing and that um you, you just don't know what can happen you know you really don't but anyway um also so we did discuss this about this last time about cm punk and the whole aw thing do we think that he's going to come back to wwe do we think he's going to maybe just drop wrestling all together um there's just so much we still don't know about the whole cm punk thing of the ins and outs of what really went down um because again we're only going on r- what rumors and stories that we hear um in the you know in the in the press online things like that but i want to throw it out here if now if cm punk came back would you like that or would you be against cm punk coming back because some people like him some people don't some wrestlers like him some wrestlers don't you know some for the business would respect them the fact that he's there but it doesn't mean just because they respect them doesn't mean to say that they like him, you know and that is kind of the the issue with some of them as well like seth rollins in an interview basically said that you know doesn't like cm punk doesn't like him dory said that wouldn't want him near wwe again basically and uh and i can see why because of the trouble that sometimes comes with him and that um but the thing about cm punk is his name brings people to the screens it brings people to the seats of arenas do you know what i mean and that's what wwe would tend to look for they could still market his stuff this whole cm punk t-shirt like i mean if cm punk was to come back and brings out a shirt do you know what I mean? Best in the world again. Do you know what I mean? It's it would sell well. It would trust me. It would sell well, especially if it, the event was in Chicago, which, as I'm told, that Survivor Series this year is being held in Chicago, and there's been rumours, as I say, that CM Punk has obviously done. He's obviously done with AEW. He won't have like I don't as far as I know I don't think he has a, a wrestling or a, a clause in his, con, his contract where he can no longer wrestle because he was his contract was terminated, which means he no longer works for them, which means he can do anything that he wants. If you're fired, if you're fired from that, it's different if you're if you're released but in your contract type of thing. But because his contract was terminated, that's different. That's a different thing altogether. But again, let me know what you think about that. As I say, when this goes up, and as I say I share the links on my socials 
and you can let me know what you think of about that as well. Um, I will put it in wee side notes when I share the podcast on from Spotify and things like that on the likes of Twitter, X, Instagram, things like that, where I will the segments that I'm talking about will be in. So if you want to skip to certain ones, that is fine. Um, but as I say, but if you're going to listen to the whole thing again, I appreciate that as well. But it's just getting that you know people to sort of like to respond to what I talk about on this podcast as well. Um, as I say, I'm hoping to bring a guest on um, very very soon um, as well, um, and have a chat with them as well and asking a few questions and things like that and whatnot so yeah so as i say we were going to do raw, raw results and uh, the raw review as such um so kick things off with cody versus dominic mysterio cody gets a win and um, bronson reed versus chad gable which bronson reed picks up the win becca lynch issued an open challenge for her nxt Women's Championship on Raw. And Becky Lynch retained the championship versus Natalia. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Ricochet by disqualification, which could make things interesting there. Um, Kofi Kingston defeated Ivar. Um, in an intriguing match, I must, I must add. Um, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Giovanni Vinci. Um, in the main event, it was... Drew McIntyre versus Jay main event Uso, um, which Drew McIntyre won. Um, also, at the end of the match, after it finished, um, the Judgment Day gave Jay Uso a beatdown because Jay had attacked the Judgment Day from the ring and, and just basically said, nope, not joining you. Boom. And then, as Drew McIntyre was heading backstage up the ramp, um, he was looking, he was him in hand whether to go back and save him or not. Chose not to. And the next thing, Cody Rhodes came out, made the save. Judgment Day cleared the ring. Um, and that. Um, but yeah, so let me know what you think of, as I say, if you, if you watch Raw or anything like that yourself, let me know what you thought. Um, what do you think going forward um, can happen? Um, obviously, we've also, you know, we've also, we've also had the return of Nia Jax as well who injured uh, Rhea Ripley um, on the last episode of Raw as well, um, previous to this episode. Um, so whether or not, you know, will she challenge for the Women's Championship? It remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, um, again, let me know what your thoughts were. If you watched anything, if you watched Raw, if you watched SmackDown, um, if you watched AEW Dynamite, um, things like that, and um, let me know what you thought. Um, who do you think's doing well? You know, in in either company. Um, who do you think maybe should get a bigger push than they're already on, um, or anything like that, um, and things like that. So yeah. Um. So yes. Um. I will keep everything going, and as I say, I have been Rob Gold. And if there's one thing that I want you to do is to acknowledge me. Talk soon. See you soon.